Good evening and welcome to the prayer experience on this Saturday evening. Welcome you from around the world and thank you so much for joining us. I trust that you've had a good day or if it's in the morning or afternoon, I trust that you will enjoy the rest of your day. But once more, may I all welcome you to the prayer experience and thank you so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to prayers this evening. Please do share this video with others. Maybe it's a reminder to them that it is time to pray, but please share with them. Also, you know, for those who catch up later, we do appreciate them, but please share, share with your friends and family. Also, subscribe to Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube, and thank you if you've already subscribed. We thank God for we see increase every day, and it's not really about the numbers, you know, those who, you know, that we know that there are some people who just listen in, they may not be able to put any comments, so who knows? Only God knows the impact that these prayers are, are making. We trust God for answering prayers and he's been faithful throughout these years when we've been praying here on the prayer experience. And also, I do invite you to share your prayer requests with us or tell us what God has done in your life. We want to celebrate with you. We want to thank God with you. There will be a team there that's on the chat and they will pray with you and agree with you as I may not always see all the comments. But also just like to tell you about the prayer experience hotline number or maybe to remind you that it is available if you need someone to pray with you. Let's move on and go into thanksgiving. Our God is so good. He deserves all the praise. He deserves all the glory and all the honor for all that he is doing and for who he is. Psalm 24 is one of my favorites and it says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all its people belong to him. You know, it excites me to know and to, to have this understanding that I belong to God. When he says the world and all its people belong to him, what a God we serve. You know, we have a father. He's our father. I want us to thank God for who he is this evening. Thank you, Lord. Let's say thank you, Lord, wherever you are. Let's join in and thank God for him, for who he is, our father, you know, for creating us in his image, for all the great things that he has done, all the great things that he's doing in our lives. God is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Our Father, we just thank you for your goodness, for all that you are doing in our lives. We have indeed tasted and we want more. We want more of you. We want to know you more. We want to know you deeper. But Lord, we thank you for you are our Father. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for loving us. We thank you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We thank you, Lord, for everything. You know, for everything that you have given unto us. We thank you for our family. 
we thank you for our our jobs we thank you lord for all that you have given us it is too many to count the blessings of the lord thank you for salvation thank you for healing thank you for guidance Thank you for your faithfulness. God is faithful to those who are faithful. He shows himself faithful as well. Thank you, God, that we cannot even, even take any glory because you are faithful. You have taught us how to be faithful. We thank you, Lord. Help us even to remain faithful to you. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. We thank you for your protection over our children. We thank you for all that you are doing in the earth. We thank you for those who know you, for those who do not know you. We pray that they will come to know you for everything in the world belongs to you everything in it oh god we thank you for the heavens the beauty of the earth when we look at the mountains and the seas all that you have created different things all creatures great and small we thank you lord we bless your name oh say thank you once more before we move on let us give him thanks and praise and worship him we adore you what a mighty god you are father we love you we thank you we bless your name we magnify your name we exalt your name on high we say rain rain here on earth and in our lives lord we give you the glory we give you the honor that belongs to you have your way in us have your way holy spirit as we pray this evening lead us and guide us lord in jesus mighty name we have given thanks thank you father i want us to look at the inspired word and i want to talk about hardened hearts you know a lot of people in in our world our our loved ones you know it's 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 they have hardened hearts for all sorts of reasons but let's look at uh, at this scripture in exodus chapter 8 verse 18 to 19 and it says since the nuts were on the people and the animals everywhere, the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hard. He would not listen just as the Lord had said. You know, this is, I will, I will tell us about the background of this uh, text, which I've just read. It's during the plagues and these nuts are insects. You know, it says they were everywhere. They were on the people, they were on the animals because Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, hardened his heart. He refused to let the people of God go. Moses would be sent to Pharaoh and he would say, God would say, tell him to let my people go. The children of Israel, when they were in slavery, but it says that Pharaoh's heart was hard. He would not listen. You know, when you have a heart that is hard, you refuse to listen even when you are warned, even when the truth is right there. You know, these magicians, they could see that it was the hand of God that was causing these things. But this Pharaoh could not listen even to what they were telling him. 
why did this man not humble himself and accept that he could not fight against God and win? You know, we have so many people in our world, many world leaders with hardened hearts and so many people who have hardened their hearts towards God. They refuse to believe in him and that he created the earth and the heavens and all that is in it. You know, there were 10 plagues in Egypt at that time as God was, was wanting to see this king yield to the request of God. God wanted to set his people free. But here we have a king who's trying to hinder the work of God. You know, his heart was hardened and it affected the whole nation because of his uh, uh, disobedience, because of his heart that was so hard that he refused to listen. It affected the entire nation of Egypt. And we know in our nations today, you know, because of leaders like this one, you know, there's trouble in our world because they've hardened their hearts. Even if God says to them, do this, let go, you know, come off. You are no longer the leader, but they refuse to listen. They choose to ignore because of their hard hearts, and it creates all sorts of havoc within the nation. You know, God wanted to show his glory. God cannot be stopped by any man. You know, nothing can stop God. But this man ought to try. He tried. He would change his mind again. He would say he even tried to bargain with God and say, okay, I will let the people worship me here. But that was not what God wanted. God said, let my people go so that they can worship me. God wanted to release these people from slavery and bondage for so many years. You know, God said to Pharaoh, God said to Moses, Pharaoh will not let my people go until a mighty hand compels him. And so we see God in his mighty power, you know, uh, uh, forcing this man to say yes to the will of God. You know, I want to invite us this evening to humble ourselves before God and to repent and surrender our lives completely to him and allow him to be Lord over it all, withholding nothing, giving all to God. You know, that's what we should do for our good. You know, God has got the best for us. But if we refuse to surrender, if we refuse to yield, if we refuse to humble ourselves, we will end up in all sorts of trouble because our hearts have become so hard that we do not listen to God. Let this be a warning to us, you know, if you are a child of God and God is telling you to do something, or maybe God is putting something on your heart, do obey. Do not let your heart be hardened towards him. The Bible even says that, you know, as you hear him, do not harden your heart. I want us to take a moment of reflection and reflect upon this word and, and say, Lord, scan me. Have I hardened my heart towards you? Are you telling me to do something and I'm not listening? I'm refusing to listen. You know, maybe we ought to say right now, Lord, soften my heart. 
for it has become hard for all sorts of reasons so that I can walk in alignment with your will and with your purpose for my life. And I want us to say, Lord, help me to learn to yield to your leading rather than always getting to a place where you have to discipline me or your compelling mighty hand, your hand has to compel me to do things. You know me, Lord. So I give you permission to use any means necessary for me to obey your will. I surrender, Lord. Have your way in me and help me, Holy Spirit, to surrender, to yield to God. Soften my heart, Lord. Soften my heart, Lord. If it's been hardened before you, where I am refusing to accept your discipline, help me to accept, Lord, for it is for my benefit. It is for my own good. If I walk in alignment with your will, Father, we thank you for your best interest for us. We thank you, Lord, that you know all things. We thank you, Lord, that you will do that which you have set out to do for us. Father, your will and your plans will not be stopped by any man. Let me not be that woman who hinders your will. Let me not be that man who hinders your plans and your purposes. You know, like Saul, who became poor. Lord, he thought he was doing the right thing until he encountered the truth. And his heart was so hard. He really, really, really thought he was doing the right thing. And if any of us, Lord, need to go back into alignment with you, to go back, to come before you again, Lord, I pray that you will help us to do that right now, here and now, or maybe even later on in our own quiet time, that we will say, scan me, God, scan me, scan my heart. May my heart be found pleasing before you and soften my heart where it's been hardened. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let us move on and pray for the church. And I want us to pray over the church. You know, let's look at the scripture in Exodus chapter 8, verses 22 to 23. I want us to pray that we'll be confident, the church will be confident in God. And so I'm, co I'm continuing with this story of the Exodus of the Israelites from Egypt. And I'm going to read from verse 22 of Exodus chapter 8. And it says, but this time, this is the Lord speaking. He says, I will spare the region of Goshen where my people live. No flies will be found there. Then you will know that I am the Lord and that I am present even in the heart of your land. I will make a clear distinction between my people and your people. So this is what the Lord was telling Moses to tell Pharaoh. 
You know, what I like is this, that the children of Israel, their firstborn child did not die. God made a distinction. These plagues were focused on the Egyptians and not the people of God. And so my prayer point is that for us to have a confidence in God, that even in the midst of crisis in our nation, that even in the midst of challenges and hardship, that God will make a clear distinction between his people and the people of the world. So I want us to pray over the church right now that we will be confident in God's power and his mighty hand to deliver us from evil. I want us to pray that there will be a clear distinction between the people of God and the people of this world in how we live our lives and in how we impact our others. Let us also pray that the church will be known by its love for one another and by its fruit. You know, it says that in the world, that's the distinction we are talking about, that there will be a distinction between the church and the people of this world. I want us to pray that the church will make disciples of all nations and that we will preach the gospel with boldness and authority. In other words, we are praying that our light will shine so brightly that we will be distinct, we will not be like the people in the dark. We are not of the darkness. So far, that we are just praying right now that even as you chose to that there will be a clear distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites Lord we know that there is a distinction even right now between the Christians and those who are not Christians we are praying God that even without opening our mouths we can tell that this is a child of God we can sense the presence of God upon their lives and their light shines so brightly in this world. Lord, let there be a clear distinction between us in our homes, in our communities where we live, that people will see that we are the children of God, that we walk by faith and it's not by sight. Lord, we are thanking you for you have chosen the church, you are building the church up. I pray, God, that you will raise up men and women in the church with unstoppable faith in the name of Jesus and let the body of Christ be confident in your power and in your mighty hand to deliver no matter what challenges the church may face. We will know that we'll come through because God is for us, because you promised that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Give us boldness, Lord, to stand up and say, if God be for us, then who can be against us? Father, we thank you for we have victory in the name of Jesus. We are not like the world, for we are not of the world. We thank you, Father, that we have faith that chooses to say this is not our world, but we are citizens of heaven. We thank you, Lord, that we will live our life a distinct, a clear, distinct life from the rest because we are not ordinary. We are your children. And so let it be so for every denomination of the church in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. You know, the church is a powerful force. 
and we just want to see that in our world in the nation we live the church rise up and take its place because of whose it is because god is with us so we go forth in strength and in power and in authority i speak that over the church in the name of jesus amen i want us to pray for the nations now and i want to pray for deliverance from modern day slavery you know today as we are free as many nations of the world are free there are some people who are still not free there are some people who are living in slavery and i just want us to bring them before god this evening as we pray let's look at exodus chapter 3 verse 7 and it says the lord said i have indeed seen the misery of my people in egypt i have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and i am concerned about their suffering god is concerned about modern day slavery god is concerned and he hears the cries of those children who are in forced labor he hears the cries of those women who are, who are slaves today in our nations where most of the nations we claim that there is freedom where we claim that there are human rights and there is justice but we know that this is still happening so i want us to pray for deliverance from slavery uh, for children and women who are most vulnerable and who are in, impacted the most they are working under harsh conditions and maybe for, for very very little reward and i want to pray for the perpetrators for these slave drivers to be uh, to be brought to justice in the name of jesus that they will be caught that it is time that you know justice will arise over these women and these children in these different parts of the world and in our nations we will not turn a blind eye in the name of jesus just like our father will not turn a blind eye on them for he hears their cries and he's able to deliver father we pray right now over the women and the children over the orphans over those children who are brought into child labor force forced labor and slavery that lord you will set them free the children in yemen oh god who are being raised up in war-torn situations we bring them before you and we say father you will deliver them from these slave drivers you will deliver them and set them free in the name of jesus but not only are we talking about a, a physical slavery but we are praying also for spiritual deliverance for those who are bound by the enemy and i want us to pray that they are loosed and set free in the name of jesus that they have their minds their minds have been bound their eyes are closed and their hearts are hardened i want us to pray that their eyes will be opened that their minds will be open to the truth that light will penetrate these spirits and their hearts that are hardened so that they will be set free we break the bones of the enemy 
me in the name of Jesus. We break the chains in the name of Jesus over spiritual beings and people who are bound spiritually. We loose them and set them free. We break the fetters in the name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says the Lord sets prisoners free. And so we declare them free according to the word of God that the captives and the prisoners will be set free spiritually bound by the enemy we set them free right now maybe they are physically bound but also spiritually bound we break the yoke in Jesus mighty name and we set them free because that is the heart of our father he sets the prisoners free and he sets the captives free so we decree and declare that they are free right now in the name of Jesus we pray you know the time just goes so fast I don't have a lot of time but I hope that in our own private time we can continue to pray over these things so before we go, let's pray for healing right now. And I'm reading from Jeremiah 17, verse 14, which says, Heal me, Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, and I'll be saved, for you are the one that I praise. I want you to pray for anyone you know right now who may not be feeling well. And again, whether it's mental health challenge, whatever that challenge is. And I know in the United Kingdom, there's a large amount of people suffering from mental health. Let us pray that they receive their healing and their freedom right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray for family members who may be unwell right now, that they are free and healed in the name of Jesus by the one who has created them is the one who sustains them is the one who's able to heal so father we bring everyone before you right now those we know and those we don't know those who come across this broadcast we ask God that you will heal them that you are the healer and by your stripes they are healed we believe that Lord and we pronounce and speak healing over their bodies right now we, we decree and declare that people are being healed right now from cancer those diseases that they say there is no cure we say with our God there is nothing impossible so father we just thank you for healing people right now for touching legs for opening eyes for restoring Lord a, a health and wholeness and joy over people right now knees and hips are being healed in the name of Jesus hearts are being healed as we've been talking about hearts. Lord, somebody needs a new heart. I pray that you will give them a new heart. I pray that their heart will function well in the name of Jesus. Every valve, every chamber of their heart, Lord, will come into function, proper functioning in Jesus' mighty name. Over fibroids, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We believe, God, that people have been healed. We believe that people have been set free as we pray for people to be set free today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you so much, everyone. 
for joining us this evening. I do trust that you enjoy the rest of your evening. Please subscribe to the free audio podcast uh, and also to our YouTube channel. And just remember, we will be back tomorrow, Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you.